Before we begin, a quick disclaimer. Ragtime frankly deals with issues of race, immigration, and sexual politics that are, sadly, still very relevant today. I think these issues are important, and so I've decided not to censor any of the language the authors felt was appropriate so as not to in any way misrepresent their intent. I wanted to give you a quick heads up in case that does not suit your current listening environment. All right, here's the show. Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Whatever the form of the storm that may brew, not with you to lean on, darlings, you. Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. My guest today is a DC actor extraordinaire. It's Elliot Dash, everybody. Hey. How you doing? How are you? (laughs) Address everyone individually. That's how I like to do it. Thanks for coming down today to talk about... Ragtime. Ragtime come into your life? Um, well, I I um I was doing in the late nineties. Um, I was doing summer stock up in all of of all places of Wisconsin in Wisconsin uh-huh. in Manaqua, Wisconsin, some remote place that uh, actually with a Native American name and the well, well yeah yeah, right. <laughs> yeah and not not a whole lot of exposure to African Americans ah and it's not it's not bad in fact uh, there was a lady there who. Uh, who referred to me as a as a colored man, and okay, uh, but you know the folks there were so polite, you know, yes. so nice, that kind of Wisconsin nice. So yeah. I always took it as you know a man of color rather than you know <laughs> other, a colored man. You yes, understand? I you see. Understand? Yes, yes, yes. But she was, she's like, well, aren't you? Uh, are you married to the, the the colored gal who works at Walmart? And oh. I was like, oh, uh, no, no, oh. I'm I'm not, but. <laughs> And it's not because we're related uh, no. either. Just before you ask that question, <laughs> no. But she was very sweet. Yeah. And uh, as I said, the, the town was was very nice, and 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 uh, the people there were very very nice. So, but um, when I was there, uh, I was doing five shows in rep, and um, my uh, my actress friend uh, uh, Holly Stover, she's fabulous, wonderful actress. Um, she said, you know, Elliot, um, you. Uh, You've got to hear this. I got a bootleg. I've got a bootleg from Canada. Wow! And uh, of this show that's in workshop right now. And uh, so before the original cast recording, yeah. before anything, I got this 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 uh, this bootleg. He said you need to hear this song called "Make Them Hear You." And uh, I Brian Stokes Mitchell, uh, I'd never heard of, and immediately fell in love with it. Immediately, just played it. You know, ad nauseum. Yeah. Everybody was like, Ellie, can you stop playing, <laughs> <laughs> playing the song? And I was, 
whatnot. And, um, and um, right after that, I, um, right after I did the um, uh, summer stock, I got cast in the first national tour of Schoolhouse Rock Live. Oh, okay. okay. I know that it doesn't sound significant sure. necessarily, except that, um, except that uh, um, Lynn Aarons, the, uh, who was who had done so much work on Schoolhouse Rock, yeah, uh, was was you know, one of the authors, of course, of of of, of, of Ragtime. So um, it was. I I just thought that the jump was was interesting mm-hmm. that that I was I, I went to that show and was singing it learning it learning the song while I was was on tour and then that became that became my my callback song uh, oh, when okay. I was in, when I went back to New York mm-hmm. okay uh, I had a, you know I had a bunch of stuff in my repertoire but of course this is this is before um, this is before uh, ragtime uh, was out and available for everybody else to do it was, right. it was just coming to Broadway um, and uh, so uh, I was I was singing that uh, you know if I if I felt in trouble if I felt that I needed to, to <laughs> I, I had to, to 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 sing something to to, to get and, right and I without a doubt you know because it was new it was fresh everybody you know it had just you know it was it was just being mounted on Broadway everybody was running to see it and 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 me and and uh, and a few others were were uh, were singing uh, make them hear you. Um, uh, to and getting callbacks for it. Yeah. So you know. Um, yeah. It's good to have that in your pocket. That's a good. I mean, that's quite a song anyway. But to sing it before people had ever heard it would be, yeah. Oh, it's it's a showstopper. Well, it know? is. It is. Um, and it's now. Now here's here's the interesting thing about it. Um, it changed. Mm. Um, I fell in love with the studio recording. And and uh, and the original lyrics, and always wanted to ask Lynn I wanted to ask. I was like, why? In the course, in the in the changes that you made for Broadway, why the lyrics changed? Why you decided to? Uh, because there's some there's a there's a middle there's a beautiful middle in the original uh, that's. I mean, and it and it leads straight into, straight into the rest of the song to this to this to the second. I know, right? Is they it were, is it a different musical section? And it's to me, it's it's the, it's a driving because it's an anthem song. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's 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 this, uh, and if you hear the original studio recording, mm-hmm. um, uh, it has a wonderful opening. It's not just the chords leading into it. It's uh, it's got a nice opening, and then he, he he goes into it. We know very melodically. Go out and tell our story. Let it echo far and wide. Make them hear you. Make them hear you. How justice was our battle and how justice was denied. Make them hear you. Make them hear you. But then, 
it, there's a there's this wonderful build to the whole song, and it really requires that 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 middle. Make them hear you. Make them hear you. My path may lead to heaven or hell, and God will say what's best. But one thing he will never say is that I went quietly to my rest. Go out and tell our story to your and um, without it, and they, you know they took it mm-hmm. out and they changed some of the words at the end, and which I don't know, I. I I still love the song, but it's, sure. it's just it's just it's just very different, you know. Huh. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a good question. I think yeah. that's yeah, that's a very. I'm always interested in process like that when you're working and changing and moving, and when something seems perfect, what causes it to then get tweaked? And you know, there's a thousand hands, obviously, in that decision. But I, I have no idea why. You know, it's 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 such a. Um, for me, it's so important. I, I, I actually, you know, hired somebody to to put it back in the music so that when I, oh, when, wow. I when I auditioned with it, I would I would have that, um, you know, it being it, be, it being different. And I, I don't use it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't use it nearly as much anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, Brian Stokes Mitchell, God, I love him. And oh gosh, again, yeah. yeah. There's when you hear that song and i and i know i'm just necessarily focusing on that song when you hear that song at the very end um he holds the note for god knows how long and the music isn't rushed oh gosh uh, yeah so many times and again when you when you when you when it's the first thing that you've heard the 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 studio recording the um there's a certain timing to that to that ending um I can't, I can't describe it to you other than to say that, you know, folks worth their salt really invest and hold that last note mm-hmm. and juice it for everything that it's worth and let those notes linger. And that's, that's, that's really the thing that brings people to their feet mm-hmm. after, after Cold House is, 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 is finished. Now I, you know, the, at least in my opinion, that that ending is usually rushed. Hmm. It's usually, you know, let's let's. Uh, for some some people, absolutely, they've got they've got the breath control, they have got everything else that they need to be able to to hold that out. But it's not invested in, yeah, like, like it like it used to, um, like like it used to be. At least that's that's my opinion. But mm-hmm. it, don't, it don't mean anything. <laughs> well, well, I brought you here. You know, yeah, yeah. want to hear that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I think it it is funny. How the show in general, I think, takes its time mm-hmm. with the characters, with the story. And it feels, it's one of those, I don't know if it's, this was the intention, but to me it always feels very related to the time. Mm-hmm. How this yes. was a, things were speeding up, things were changing, as they talk about in the show. But it was still a slower time than we're living in now. And the show feels like it takes that like the, the the songs that have we're getting a little bit ahead i'm going to back up in a second oh, but go ahead, yes. the songs that have like even when they like they travel to atlantic city in the second act there's a lot of time spent on just getting going moving along and living in these in-between moments between the characters that are 
in the, in the case of that song, not comfortable. I mean, it's this sort of unspoken problem that doesn't get addressed for another two or three numbers, I don't right. think. Right, um, right. Before we get way deep into mm-hmm. it, I do want to say, for just in case people don't know, do you think you could give a quick summary of the story of Ragtime? Oh, my goodness. Which, or we could just part? read the book right here. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> which, which part? Um, yeah. You know, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I think if got, we hit our main character. We've got we a, get, a, a yeah. gentleman who's who, in my opinion, becomes Hal Roach. We've got, sure. uh, we've yep. got, um, uh, of course, um, uh, Cole House's journey, um, of course, for me was extremely significant. And it was extremely significant watching Brian Stokes Mitchell do it, uh, who, who um, I, I described after seeing him in, in several productions. Uh, is a man who swallows up the stage. I've, mm. I've hardly seen anybody who was able to do it, uh, and for, so forcefully. There's a, there was a, uh, a a presence and a pride in his in his coal house that um, uh, walking through space. It was it was his his character work uh, with with coal house was was so pronounced that. All the decisions that you see, of course, you would you would you would know that this character was not going to take what was was given the the, the unjust um, situations that he was put in. Where he was he was not going to take that, and uh, and especially the end, uh, which was shocking, shocking. Um, and I don't. I, and again, I, I'm sure you've seen several productions of it, and it, mm-hmm. and I and I think that it's interpreted a whole lot of, of different ways. When I saw when I saw and. Uh, originally on Broadway, um, the the gunfire that that kills Cole House was w- just one complete sound, and it was so loud. It wasn't just like you know, rat a tat of guns or right. anything, but it was it was almost like an explosion, um, a single explosion, and then lights were out, and and his 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 you know his uh, his body obviously had been had been shot, but you don't actually see it fall. You just see it in motion as it was, it was as it was hit, and it was so loud, and it was so shocking. I mean, of course, you know, seeing seeing the movie from from way right. back when, you knew it was coming, but but that was, I mean, it was it was wonderful. It was such a Audrey Mc, I mean, Audrey McDonald, you can't you couldn't go wrong. Well, no, certainly not. Seeing, yeah, seeing it. So, um, <laughs> but it was it was so wonderfully. Life changing. I, I, I don't necessarily say life changing, but it was. It was so. Uh, um, I was. I was so inspired, and so it, it left such an impression. Uh, the performance, and so you know, I couldn't stop singing it for quite a long time sure. after that. Yeah, and got a lot of work too. So. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> that works. Yeah, I wish I had seen it. it it's one of those because I know they changed a lot in the text after the Broadway production because there were certain effects and things they just couldn't do like i mean i know the mm-hmm. whole second act on the broadway production opens with this elaborate magic trick that just isn't in the script anymore because right. it's sort of undoable by anybody else except the original actors with the original sets and stuff so they just excised it All right. and there's a lot of things like that that i really wish it seems like it was a very very much a moment in time very production. Expensive. Very expensive. Because that's all we read about well, was how sure, expensive, how expensive show, the show was. To yes, mount. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, it ran for almost 900 performances, and I don't think it made back, I mean, it was $10 million, which in 1997 was unthinkable amount of money to be oh, spending yeah. on the show. A yeah. show I think deserves now that money, and I think it should have 
I mean, it should still be running, but that's that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, but so the show covers plot wise a lot, a lot of characters with a lot of complexities, uh, and at the center of it really is just this or these core this idea of family that keeps running through. We start with a a white family who are who are named mother, father, younger brother, and the kid Edgar, who in the book is I think just called boy, um, and then people come in and out of their lives and we meet Tata and mm-hmm. his little daughter mm-hmm. who I just realized today was played by Leah Michelle. I didn't realize that uh, in the original production. And um, who's another cent- Oh, and Cole House and Sarah mm-hmm. and they have a child. Right. And then this, these three families interweave and twist and twine through history until we end up at the end with Tata and mother and all the kids in this right. sort of polyglot kind of American family. Like you say, he becomes... Hal Roach and moves to California. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that's that's that's, that's pretty right much now. yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, it sort of gets and there's intertwined in that though. Fascinatingly, just like in the in the novel, the Yale Doctor O novel that it's based on is all these historical figures like Emma Goldman, yes. played by the effervescent Judy Kay in this mm-hmm. production, and Evelyn Nesbitt and Henry right. Ford and J P Morgan and all these and Houdini and, and Houdini, and he, yes. very essential yes. role. Yeah. Yeah. So what struck you about when you heard the recording versus when you saw the show? Because obviously you knew the recording really well. Mm-hmm. Right. And then right. it would be another, I mean, two years before you saw the show? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah that's exactly right. Well, I, this is, it's, it's funny. Um, I was um, about to go to callbacks for the national tour. Um, I didn't make it. Uh, but... I crashed. I, I I was I was coming off another tour, and friends of mine said, "You know, they're auditioning for Ragtime in in New York." Um, and here's the here's the date and mm-hmm. everything. And I and I crashed the audition, and I, I went in, and they said, um, um, "Who are you?" Um, did, did, <laughs> and, and you know, I went. Of course, I've got an appointment. Right, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> got to be confident. Not rude, so but silly. you got to be confident. Yeah. So, so silly. So I. I went in and sang for them, and then um, didn't hear from them. Uh, but they were, you know, they were traveling. They were, they were, they were, they were going. They were in New York, and then they were going to D.C. And of mm. course, um, I, I had, I, I was living in New York, but my parents, of course, were living in D.C. And so I, I stayed with them. So I'm going to that audition too. <laughs> so then I went there, and because they had seen me already, mm-hmm. all right, and they remembered me from New York, I got called back. So, all right. uh, so I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, all right. okay, okay, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're great." But as it as it turned out, there were there were folks that were better than me. Mm. So, so, um, but I went. I went to. I wanted to be familiar, of course. Yeah. With with the show that actually actually sing it, so uh, I made a beeline uh, to go see, and I went alone. You know, I went to TKTS. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah. And uh, got got my uh, got my ticket and uh, back before it was in the middle of Times Square, right? Yeah, I would have, yeah, the way original yeah, location. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, right. yeah. And uh, went 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 and saw it. So uh, and uh, and I after that, um, I I would say, uh, you know, as I said, make them hear. He was my callback. I think I I I went on tour with the acting company in uh, in two thousand, and I I absolutely think that it was because I sang. That song that I got in. I mean, other than you know, it's a, it's a Shakespearean, but they really wanted a singer in mm-hmm. um, in, in in that group of, of 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 folks. 
So because I, they kept asking me to sing it for both, you know, for the audition, mm-hmm. they wanted they heard they heard the sixteen bars, but then they wanted to hear the whole thing, and then for the callback, they wanted to hear the whole thing again, for the for folks, right? For folks, so. And we say the acting company that it's the this it's a John John Houseman, you know, right? The, yeah, I'm the, just yes, making sure yes, so yes, for yes. the so the audience understands. Oh yes, it's a John, no, no, yeah. it's not. It's not just an acting yes, company. Yeah, it's you mean the, the acting, acting company? company. Yeah, yeah, John Houseman's acting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Got yeah. Um. So, but when you saw it, what was what struck? Like they say, you were cha- there was the change to the one to make them hear you. But were there what what was it? A, what was the difference between hearing it and then seeing it? You know. That's an emotional I've seen, reaction. I've I seen, I've seen, you know, I'm, and I'm sure you have, and I'm sure a whole, everybody has seen lots of different productions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I would say the the best word to to use was it was clean. It was, mm. uh, uh, you know, uh, things went r- one right into the other. Uh, the caliber of people who were are performing, of course, you know, it's it's, it's Broadway. It's it's were. Everybody was on their game. It was top notch. Um, there wasn't any lull. You know, um, a whole bunch of times you're you're aware of where you are when you're sitting down watching a movie, and uh, at least I was, and totally engrossed in what I was watching. Uh, no, you know, nothing. Not aware of time mm-hmm. passing. Um, and uh, and fully engaged. I was so happy uh, to see so many minority mm-hmm. characters in a positive in a positive light, and the different the different characters, the different stories, all interwoven. You know, it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful show. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, I've been pleased most times that I've seen the different productions, even the small productions that they've uh, that they've maintained that. And uh, and some absolutely wonderful um, Cole houses and, mm-hmm. and Sarahs and uh, some of them are, are my good friends. <laughs> <laughs> For my money, I mean, this is in full full confession. I think one of my ten favorite musicals of all time. Yeah, I yeah. I really I was surprised. There was a period in time where my wife and I were listening to this in the car. All the time. It was just the CD that was in the car, and we would just listen to both discs on repeat over and over and over again. And so I know the recording anyway, like mm-hmm. in my bones. But I was amazed listening to it again to talk to you, how it still affects me, even though I know, you know, notes, turns, every situation. You, know, I get, I get teary eyed listening oh, no, to this oh, recording, yes. specifically. <laughs> and one of the spots uh-huh. that it just, I mean, I'll leap out of my seat when no one's around. After I think this might be, I hesitate to say the best, but it may be the best opening of a musical I've ever seen or heard. It's phenomenal. Oh yeah. Oh. And you know we've all seen eleven minute musical openings that are good, or I mean, in the end, one into the woods is not to be. Dismissed. It's engaging. It, it's it's immediately okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's it's. And they give you so much information, yes. and you never at any point the logic of the build is what as a writer is what it now impresses it's, it's me. It's cinematic, man. It's, it's it is. It's, it's epic. It's huge. Okay. Yeah. And you meet yeah. everyone you're right. going to need to meet, and in a very logical. Order. I really right. love the sort of bit, and of course, the great joke on uh, all the folks in New Rochelle. I mean, who keep insisting, you know, 
there are no African-Americans, there are no immigrants, but here they come, like, on those beats, and right. we meet that stage fills and fills with people. Well, see, now that you're speaking about that, I mean, and I don't I don't necessarily want to get political, however... No, I think I you mean, can't it's, avoid it's, it, Elliot. It's, I don't... <laughs> it's, it's, that story is... is I mean... It's eternal. <laughs> yes. And it's so important for folks to understand. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay? All right? Folks came here. Yeah. Right? Okay? They worked, you know, through their hardship, mm-hmm. you know, to become successful or, or to make sure that their children were becoming successful. Okay? And whole different groups of people speaking different languages, you know, enjoying different cultures mm-hmm. and all interwoven in... in, in uh, in New York. Yes. Okay. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, New York only has one culture, right? Right, okay. of course. Totally. Well, we were reminded this recently with that viral video of the guy okay. getting well, mad at those people well, speaking is, Spanish is, in New York. Yeah. The most ludicrous. he never heard Spanish okay. in New York before. Right. Yeah. right? What? What? Did you, did you walk out of the store? Man, if you, you think Spanish is... I'm super. Yeah, I that just I do the I mean it's it's a horrifying thing to watch, but I did appreciate in the video you can hear people laughing in the background yeah, when he right? starts insisting stuff. Yes. You're just like, what do you where even do you, Where do you think you are? What are you talking this about? Is, like what is your anyway, oh my This God. isn't Wisconsin. Yeah, this yeah is, well right. This is just, this is the city it's just not city. New. Okay. Yeah, oh man. Yeah, I think you can't avoid I mean the show is political. Yes. Overtly political and as is the as is the novel. And the film. and But one of the things I was really like, sh- the shades, listening to it now, the shades of, I'm very impressed with complicated racism mm-hmm. in shows when they address race, right. race issues. And specifically in the character of Father, I was impressed by him being a character who likes minorities in theory. Mm-hmm. Which is such an interesting and I think yes. honest way. Like when he's on the ship sailing off with Admiral Perry and he passes Tata at the beginning in their rag ship coming into to Coney Island. Right. Not Coney Island, I'm sorry, Ellis Island. Ellis Island. Very yes. different. Very different islands. Very, very different islands. You get you get different things. You get on the roller coaster and then you're in the country. That's all you need. Just ride the comet and you're fine. Uh, but he's how sort of he salutes the bravery of Tata mm-hmm. on the ship from right. a distance. Right. But when he interacts with minorities in New Rochelle or in New, in the city or in the baseball game, he's very dismissive. He's very, very much a white man of his time in that period. And it's a nuance. Of that, his time. Yeah, of his time. <laughs> yes, very true. And I think it's a nuance that a lot of shows would not try to accomplish that mm-hmm. like he would hate the immigrants on the ship because he's going to hate them later. Mm-hmm. It's that great. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I respect that man because he's over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but once he comes over here, right. we're going to have an issue. Well, you know, there's, there's the, there's the place, everybody, everything yes. has their place. Yes. Okay. And, and, and he, uh, you know, the, the fictional character, w- whatever that you want to think about, yeah. he grew up with that notion mm-hmm. it's, and, and he might be more, liberal-minded in his in his own thoughts but then it comes down to brass tacks it's like okay well yeah. now you got one in your house and it's funny that you say <laughs> a deep in your house i mean yeah, not I mean, yeah right yeah like yeah, child, in your family okay, yeah right. and, you're not and 
you, you got her boyfriend coming, <laughs> coming, coming knocking on the door. Yeah. Now, nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, I don't even think the man would have got to the door. Right? Oh, yo, God. Okay. Oh, well. And yes. he certainly wouldn't necessarily be able to come knocking. No, I wouldn't think so. Time. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yes. Shockingly, sadly With true. Like Cole like, yes. House, With a name like Cole House Walker. <laughs> right? Yes. No, certainly. Oh, man. <laughs> he, yeah, it's, oh, my God. Yeah, you just, like, I got, like, nine things now that you said it. But it is that the 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 humor, I mean, it's played for jokes a couple times, his sort of, like, uncomfortableness in the baseball game, and like I say. But the it's funny that you mention him thinking people belong in their place, because that's absolutely what the situation is. But as a character, he is not in his place. He's mm-hmm. on a ship right. pretending to be... Right. Something he is not, which is an explorer, right. and his wife is at home, having to run the house. And I mean, she made. I mean, Mary Maisie's great, obviously, but the character is this. And Tracy Oliveira was astonishing when she did it. And Ford's, in my opinion, uh, he talks about having these lists. Why did I say he was free to go? What am I to do? Where are your instructions, my dear? You left me lists, everything in lists. Well, your little lists aren't very helpful. I feel Each day the maids trudge up the hill The hired help arrives I never stop to think They might have lives beyond our lives And she makes a very compassionate decision that obviously she at the time recognizes is going to send everything into upheaval. But that's the thing. See, yeah. It's, it's, it's really how strong are your convictions? You know, mm-hmm. when the test is really put in front of you, okay, everybody believes yeah. and says, oh, well, I'm, I'm open for this and I'm open for that. But then there it is. And you're actually having to deal with it. Um, and she did. Mm-hmm. Okay. And her, her decision was to let it in even if it made her uncomfortable yeah even if it was strange um she was going to stick to her morality mm-hmm. okay and allow it to happen he couldn't yeah okay for and she God knows him. it yeah i mean she knows those those yeah. it's so beautiful when she says like if he was here he would have just politely closed the door and told me not to look and right. we would have on, and she can't do it. Right. I love that she lets Sarah into the house, also with respect, where mm-hmm. she says, "Take Miss Sarah upstairs." It is such a little moment, but it's this like, no, this is a person. Right. I I don't know what's going on, but I understand that like this this isn't going to get better on its own. So take right. her upstairs, put her in a room with the baby, and let's figure that. And gives her time. I mean, lets her. And there's a lot of stuff that happens in her house. Yes. Okay. <laughs> right? I mean. Yes, the house in New Rochelle is uh, I mean, the center point for a lot of stuff. The yes. drama comes to the house. To the house. Yes, many times. So much so that they flee the house. I mean, like, when they say they go to okay. Atlantic City. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, again, but it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's uh, uh, the generosity and... Uh, the openness for this, the willingness to 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 uh, for for her to evolve, to uh, to grow. Um, uh, by the, of course, by the end of the uh, end of the musical, she is she is different. Yes. Okay. Um, 
or or the same, depending upon how you right how you think about it. But that's very uh, true. Yeah. But where, where where her path was leading her, um, you know. And she has that. Does. I mean, she has. It's a it's a very overlooked song, in my opinion, actually, that she has at the end of Act Two when she sings "Never uh, Back to Before." I find that to be in a show with a lot of great anthems in it, uh, both big and small, uh, meaning large, grandiose themes or just smaller character moments. Back to Before is a very important moment for a character to express, I understand where I'm at, I understand where I was, and I can't pretend that everything that just happened hasn't happened. I was content, a princess asleep and enchanted. If I had dreams, then I let you dream them for me. Back in the days when everything seemed so much clearer, women in white who knew what their lives held in store. Where are they now, those women who stared from the mirror? We can never go back to before. And I understand. I is this. I understand his point of view as well. In other words, mm. I, I I sympathize. I sympathize for him. I don't necessarily at all believe he made the right decision or the right the decisions. However, he and was thinking about his family and protecting them for what was going to happen. What was going to happen with. Sarah in the house, um, and you're right. You know he would have, he would have told her to go away, and I'm sure he would have been thinking, I can't possibly expose yeah my family to what's happening, and you know and and, uh, and his intentions are pure. I mean, you're absolutely right, but as they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> These characters make decisions, and yes. Yes, and it is what it is. Like yeah. they, they, and they, yes. they all have all the good. I would say good characters, but all the, the the characters we love in this show, know what they're doing. They know they're making a choice, and they know why they're doing it. And it's kind of what younger brother's whole journey is. Right. He's looking for something right. to believe in. He says it right. like straight up. He's a man of great passion with nowhere to put it. Right. Right. And he finally finds a place to put it. Right. And it leads to his death. But you don't. He's he's okay with that. I mean, when you hear he dies fighting in Mexico, he seems very fine. Like he's very like you know I die he die you know and it's that's fine you know that's fine. That was my journey, and I was I was true to myself to the end, and that's great. Unlike again, father, who goes escaping again on the Lusitania and dies, kind of pointlessly. Like he sort of he just sort of wanders off the stage and he's gone because he has. As a man, he doesn't have any direction. It feels mm-hmm. to me he's very right. kind of cast about. Well, he does. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just a different. It's direction. a different direction. Yes, yes. that's true. It's a very generous yes. reading. Yeah. 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 Well, he and and it's all based on on his choices. Yes, that's yeah. true. They are still his choices. Yeah. yeah. And um, oh, it's, I know it's wonderful. Look, look. Oh I gosh, mean, the, yeah. The the journey in what two two and a half hours. It's yeah. Yeah, it's jam packed, full of. Choices, life choices. Um, gosh, so much. Even from uh, um, the beginning, uh, Tata, 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 Tata said, yeah. his, 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 
you know, is some 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 guy comes up and says, you know, uh, I wanna I wanna buy your daughter for for, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, of course you think, well, of course he's not going to do. Yeah. Some folks might have said, look, you know, we could. I mean, it's Time's horrible. Tight. To, it's horrible to think. It's sure, it's absolutely. But yeah. how many people have have that we read about have made decisions? Like that, absolutely, and, and said, "Well, we, you know, we could make some money. We could do this. We do, and, and it's it's to selling your own children is 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 uh, absolutely awful." Yeah. Um, but again, his choice was no, right. no, regardless of how poor right. we are, we are not going in that direction. But he does sell. What's such an interesting moment to me is he does sell the yes. the, the movie book, right, and. He's made this thing for his daughter to make her happy and then is offered money for it. And his first response is to be like, no, no, no. And then his initial, like, actually, no, never mind. Like, yes, it's yeah. a dollar. This yeah. costs a dollar. Yeah. And it's that knowledge of that thing of like, oh, like this I can sell. Like, yes, right. we have personal attachment to this, but I can right. make more of these. Like, that's right. not a big deal. Right. That's fine. Right. But that comes, see, and that comes after though. See, he could have. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's in that, that discovery about what he uh, what what he could sell. Yeah. All right, as opposed to what he's originally offered. Right. Okay. Um, it could have gone, but, but but then it would have been a very different musical, wouldn't it? It would have. And the what? songs would be different. Very different. Oh gosh, yes. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> I mean, the, the times that we're living in, nothing. Oh, nothing would surprise. Nothing yeah. surprises me yeah. anymore. <laughs> You're going really. Every every day. Yeah. Going, oh, really. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, new and fun things to say really to. Yeah. Well, and not so fun things. Well, there's, yes, there's I think none of them that, are. Yeah. Stuff that's happening in our country right now, I, I, I didn't necessarily think we would be living again through. Um, Do you think we yeah. were ever not? No. I mean, it feels to me like it's no. just come, like especially with a show like this, to frame for you the mm-hmm. beginning of the 20th century in such stark contrast. It all feels very familiar. It's just we didn't have the ability to underst- to get the information immediately. You know this this while while there is a time when this 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 musical is and the story is happening, um, just like a a, a a Norman Lear comedy, you could take it and transplant it mm-hmm. right now. Um, there's hardly a thing in it that's that's not current. Um, it may be, it may be a different set of people, uh, or peoples, um, or the, or the same peoples, uh, you know, immigrants are still not treated well. Uh, there's always a decision made to be made. There's always some kind of drama outside your door and, and folks have gotten hurt knocking on people's door asking for help. Yeah. Um, whole lots of them have not made it through the door to go upstairs to and are, are welcome. Well, some folks are shot. Um, so, you know, um, so it's, as I said, it's, 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 it's timely. Uh, House boarding himself up with followers. I mean, could you imagine what that would play out like? Yeah. Here? Um, but again, this, the notion that, I mean, again, you see that and you go, okay, well, yeah, you can clearly see him being this, this, this terrorist and this, this, or not, or this freedom fighter or, or, or what, you know, there's a, was a, uh, 
a group of folks, members of the majority, who did a, a, the almost exactly the same thing and mm-hmm. were comp- never went to jail, never right. nothing, nothing. Nobody lost their life. Nothing happened to them. A uh, uh, lot of back padding and mm-hmm. and uh, so you know, there's uh, I don't know um, the. The, the, the story and the journey of these people, I, as I said, is, is just as relevant now. Um, uh, I, it's, it's, it's all very complicated and complex. The great thing about this story is that it, it lives in the complications. There are no... You can view Cole House as a hero. You can view him as a villain. Yes. Um, you are given full understanding of his motivation and full sympathy mm-hmm. with his motivation. Right. And I still don't agree with his decision. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the the sort of right. like where I land. I understand it, but I don't agree with it. I will say that in, in later years, as I become a father also, I really have a problem whenever, especially a father, leaves their child mm-hmm. on a yeah. semi-selfish pursuit. Right. Again, justified. Right. But he gets understandably obsessed with this 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 thing that has happened to him, tries the proper channels, which then results obviously in Sarah being killed. Um in a way that would be very reminiscent of today, I think the way Sarah is is killed in the in the parade with the vice president, um, and he basically loses his mind. I don't, I completely understand his his opinion and his approach, uh, but he's sort <laughs> it's, of it's so funny, yeah, because we disagree. I don't uh, think that he lost his mind. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it's, I didn't mean that in a literal no, sense. No, 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 yeah, no, like, no, no. Sure. I'm just, I'm just, and I take care of my, I take care of my. Um, my 90-year-old mother, and, uh, you know, she's lived all through the Depression mm-hmm. and through segregation, and there comes a point of ridiculousness. There comes a point where, and especially now in the t- time that we're living, there comes a point where you're lying and you're telling me you're not lying, but it's clearly a lie because the results are in your favor and only in your favor, and you're telling me that they're not. And that happens over and over and over again. There's there's a certain line that, after it's crossed, at least in my opinion, mm-hmm. that there isn't any going back. There wasn't going to be any any going back for him after Sarah had died, after he had been so humiliated, after his things were taken, after his his car was destroyed. It, there was there was that's that's his line. That's you know I'm not. I'm not going to get any kind of justice whatsoever. Um, there isn't anything else I can do to draw attention to this other... I can't even scream. However, if I take this course, now you're paying attention, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. All right? Now you are listening to what I'm saying. And I can only speak for for myself, or necessarily African Americans, but anybody who's 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 grown up. We reach at some point in our lives that that kind of decision often. Okay, it's it's uh, there's there's always a time that. Um, a friend of mine and I don't I don't want to get too off track about ragtime, but a friend of mine was 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 talking 
and he introduced the he he said can you tell it can you talk about the first time that you faced real racism okay and um he had a story he had a personal story and he it was when he was at the park seven or eight years old and other kids threw rocks at him and called him monkey or and some other things um i had a story i was i was thrown out of a people's drugstore in manhattan by a guy who thought i was stealing i was one of a few people in there and i told him that that my mother was there he would not let me go to my mother and physically took me out threw me out of the store how old i was about seven or eight jesus christ okay would not you know yeah find my mother sure okay wouldn't okay the stories kept yeah pouring in and it was most of them occurred during you know five to ten that's the first time how many more times right. have you encountered this how many more times and after a while and trying to explain to people that this is actually happening to you when they're they're saying, oh, no, you've imagined the whole thing. If you didn't have the attitude that you did, you wouldn't see things that way. That man was just concerned or he was just a, 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 a lone person who did one thing and he was the lone. It's like, OK, right. And, you know, the lies continue. You get to the you get to the coal house point where you're like, you know. This cannot continue. You are not allowed to murder my spouse. You're not allowed to take my property. You're not allowed to hurt my children. Okay? You're not you're not allowed to do this mm-hmm. anymore. Well, if you just follow the law, then nothing what should happen to you, right? Okay. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It's it becomes, you know, uh, it it becomes ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And and at the point that when you're seeing Cole House and he's he's in a he's in a situation that he's not going to win, but that happens all of the time. It's not necessarily barricading yourself with a bunch of people. And it can be just one person, but somebody comes after you, and usually it ends up in murder. Okay, um, so you know, I I I understand that there's many different kinds of ways to resolve situations. Okay, I also understand that there ha- there comes a point, and it, the point is different with everybody, where there's a line that you cannot cross without some kind of action by the person okay regardless of what you may or may not believe in as the law okay and i'm not i'm not i'm not uh, a supporter of of terrorism usually in my opinion terrorism involves innocent people who have absolutely nothing to do with or changing (laughs) what what's 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 going on you know blowing up planes full of innocent people who are just going about their businesses you know certainly is not helping your cause but standing your ground going to jail screaming shouting 
protesting, uh, uh, taking a knee, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Um, you know, if there isn't any attention that's drawn to it, then it will never change. Okay, African Americans, minorities in this country did not get civil rights because they sat down and said nothing and followed the law. Because the law was not going to be to their advantage ever, mm -hmm. ever. Okay, the only reason that we had any change is because a whole lot of people got hurt and a whole lot of people died. Okay, so it's you know it's it's like you know the extraction of wisdom teeth and mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, chest hair. It all hurts. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I I don't I don't have anything of substance to add to that as a fairly privileged white man who've grown <laughs> up in my circumstance except to say that it has always baffled me why as someone in my position the first time a friend of mine explained to me exactly what you described it was a friend of mine who uh, I mean, growing up in Wilmington, Delaware, I did not have a lot of, of, of black friends, but I had one. It was still my friend, uh, Keith Powell. Keith, you're listening. Hello. And What's up, Keith? How you doing? Him? There you go. So, so. And uh, he explained to me when we were in high school experience he, he had had, very similar to the ones you described, being followed in stores and all this sort of thing. And it blew my mind. But... At no point did I ever think he was lying right. or making it up. Right. He was a person telling me a story, and I sounded fairly reasonable to me. And it has never made any sense to me, that whole, well, you must have been doing something wrong. I have never, ever, ever understood that. I have never understood what possible motivation you would have for making that up. It doesn't make any sense. And that breaks my heart that whole that response really really breaks my heart it is right. that sort of can you please just listen to somebody telling you a story and say okay that's not my experience i have never had that experience but that doesn't make it false it just means we're living two different experiences how many times has that happened you know right. maybe all the time every day right. <laughs> it's kind of you right. know no it does and yeah. it is that the thing that really does, that, as you reminded me, as you were telling those, that, that story, that reminds me is that Cole House's experience of trying to do the right thing. Yes. Of going through the process and kind of relentlessly dis committing himself to the process. Oh, and he's, he's, okay, he sings that, he sings in the middle of the show. He's, he's with Sarah and the baby. And yeah. he's, he's extremely hopeful yes for what the country they're gonna figure this out yeah they, yes they're gonna do it and, yep. and it's gonna happen and it's gonna be, be wonderful this is america he says yes. it several times the laws the law the law's been broken why should i turn the other cheek what about justice the bureaucrats and bunglers the attorneys who smiled my advice recover your car forget the whole matter the clerks and the officials and the folks that were fired on the court calendar, this for change of venue. So many rules to justice around the bend. I want justice for our people, so bad I can taste it. But I won't waste my time on a mere case of vandalism when I have real injustices to take to the courts. And every 
That's his yeah, car. Yeah, that's his okay, car. Right. In a time where that right? is like having a car. Well, <laughs> okay. and that's one of the things I think in the scene that's so interesting. One of the reasons he he gets attacked is that they've never seen an African-American with a car. Okay. And you think any of those guys had cars? And he's dressed. I mean, oh, you know, man, yes. bang pow. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yes. He's the, the height of fashion. And the, the fire chief, the firemen, just mainly Willie Conklin, just tear his car to pieces. And then... Uh, Later in the show, Willie Conklin engages in uh, behavior which I've experienced a lot and have no patience for at all, which is the Irish excuse. He can't take a joke now, can he? Sensitive, ain't he? Does he think only niggers get shit? We Irish had to get used to it. As someone who has grown up Irish in a very Irish neighborhood, I have absolutely no patience for that kind of response at all. Uh, it is unbecoming of all sides and pardon me, but please shut your damn mouth when you're saying things like that because you don't know what you're talking about. It is a... But again, the 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 character of Willie Conklin being... could easily be a cartoonish villain in that moment. He could break Cole House's car and then we kind of never see him again until he's got to fix the car later. Right. But he right. doesn't. He gets a couple of lines in the Cole House, the soliloquy section where Cole House demands where he says that thing that you've heard people say on the news today. It was just a joke. He can't take a joke. What's his problem? And plus, we had it harder, you know, and you're going to hide me, right? Every, every time I hear that, when somebody says, I'm, I was just kidding, and it's yeah. a joke, I say, that's a 10-year-old's response. It's a person who is absolutely not taking any responsibility absolutely. for what they've done. Yeah. Okay? Oh, I'm just kidding. No, no. You weren't just kidding. No. Okay. All right. Well, am I kidding? If I do it back to you, then can I right. can I destroy can your that car? Be kidding? Can, I, can, I, yeah. can I be kidding here? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No. No. It's like, well, don't don't pay attention to this. Right. No. They're just kidding. It's just the way people talk. Yeah. Or even in this, I mean, it's just locker room it's just, talk. It's like just, that's not. It's just the people are, and and oh mm-hmm. yeah, well, and, and and of course we we suffer the. Yeah. What, did you like it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? Well, and also it's it's something that has. I have to, I'm bringing myself to talk about this more because I feel it's important to talk about it. My son has autism and it has taught me to really be heightened about the information that you give children because he takes information in in a very different way than I do. Right. Actually, not even in a very different way, but in a more heightened way. And I have to be very careful about the sort of circumstances he's in because he's absorbing information. And once he absorbs it, it gets locked and kind of calcified because he's always trying to understand the world. The rules make no sense to him. So they have to be taught to him in very, very specific ways. And once they're taught, they get locked. And then unbreaking that lock is very difficult because it causes great confusion in him. So anytime we encounter old movies and old cartoons that he really likes that have these portrayals or lyrics or things in them, I have to make a concerted effort 
to go, okay, is is the good he's getting out of this worth it? And then if it is, we're going to have several conversations about this. Right. That are going to be frank and they're going to be tough, but we're going to do this. I'm going to put the work in to be like, now you understand that's not real. That's bad. That's that's whatever it is. He's a huge fan of the Marx Brothers right now. Oh, wonderful. Isn't it great? However, (laughs) those movies are very sexist. (laughs) Well, yes. Yes. And I have to make an effort with him, and I'm happy to do it. Because they're very funny. I'm not laughing because it's, it's no, but it's, sexist, but it's it's just I'm just thinking about the Marx Brothers yeah. movies and and you having to explain to him why. To sit X, there y, and be Z. like, so you see, yeah. the man who doesn't talk. You see, Harpo is chasing all those women. We do not do that. Yeah. That's a movie, right? And it's funny when he does it. Literally, it's not funny when right. anyone else does it, and yeah. it may not even be funny when he does it. Frankly, right? But. You can't, that's not how we interact with people, you right, know, right? right? My wife's always concerned he's going to walk into a room and make a Groucho wisecrack. <laughs> that is not my concern. I can have that meeting with a teacher. You know what right, I mean? I can right. have that. But it's the Give sort of Give a microphone. Like, yeah, say, I can figure that out. There's a, I understand. Come on, yeah. get some scholarship money here. Come we on, can get go. that, yeah. yeah. I, I know yeah. that kind yeah, of yeah. thing. It's the other, the more subtle, the reinforced sort of like, that that these approaches, the leering, the sneer, you know, the yes. double on, like that's where we have to focus. And so- it, it's those experiences that I really, really I hold on to, and I get very angry when he's around other adults who are having the sort of like, oh, it's just, oh, I don't understand what the big deal is. Oh, I don't get, okay, no, 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 no. It's no. got to be explained. Like, yeah, absolutely. So it's like, look. Think about it right. for one second. Right. And live in that kind of, it's yes, it's more uncomfortable space. Right. That you may be, I mean, when you were just talking about Cole House's experience to me, right. it made me a little uncomfortable because I felt I had said something but but to say right. it's important to live in that space for me to sit there and take in everything you're saying and go, okay, right. I will now do better going forward. I'm not going to deny your experience to make myself feel better in right. this moment. Right. And this right. show is full of characters denying other people's experience so that they don't have to face that they may have some kind of but it's, complicitness. But, it's, but, see, yeah. but again, like you said, it's complicated. It also has yeah. people who are accepting Yes. Okay. Yes. And 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 willing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And evolving for a lot of different reasons. Yes. That's yes. what makes it so beautiful. Yes. I mean, mother accepts people as people. Sort right. of when she meets them. I mean, the scene. It, it's a small scene, but the scene where even she interacts with Tata off the trolley in town. She just doesn't. She doesn't treat him like a dirty man with it like from another land. She right. treats him like a father. Right. Watching his child play. Good day. Good day, sir. She called me sir. Without a doubt, we're really out of New York City. Fine weather, isn't it? Isn't it? Now that we're out of the city, isn't it? Nothing like the city. And look what happens. Look at the door that's yes, opened. Absolutely. And, and the ex- new experiences that yep. she that she's now, you know, willing to move forward yep. in. It's it it's all it's comes together. It all yeah. blends and becomes this beautiful thing. And the characters who close themselves off from it and kind of just sort of get stuck in their own ruts do not end in in good places. They don't go where we want them to go. Well, again, that's that's yeah. that's the thing. This is this country is endlessly fascinating. New York City is endlessly mm-hmm. fascinating because you can 
hop on the train and get off and be in a totally different culture and 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 hearing different languages and on the train and, and dealing with 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 different kinds of people it's aggravating as well for exactly the same reason just because all human beings really you find out are pretty much the same yeah okay mm-hmm. still want to do the same thing yep. still still don't like it when it's hot and hot and muggy yeah. and there's no air conditioning and when the and, train's not on time and, no, right, and when exactly, yeah right exactly it's mm-hmm. a, see but but that's and and then to 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 watch and look at all the different clothes and styles and manner and speech patterns and i mean it's 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 delicious mm-hmm. okay and and allowing yourself to wash for to to wash over you okay so that you have to sit back and think about it and and say oh you know i would like to have a little bit more of this and a little bit more of that i'd like to find out more about this and you know quite frankly and i have a discussion with with folks all the time regarding language about what language we should be speaking you know here or there if everyone spoke every language we would not have so many problems mm-hmm. okay well we're we could do that or just everybody has to speak english it's like no 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 see this that's the thing see if, if you could flip on it wouldn't it be wonderful if coming out the womb, you could speak five mm-hmm. different languages and knew it and could write it and, and go to different. And even with five, there'd be five more that you'd have to learn. Okay? And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, including ASL and, and, yeah. and, and all the rest. How, how absolutely wonderful. Then, you know, um, Rodrigo, who doesn't know mm-hmm. how to becomes Rodrigo, your friend, because mm-hmm. every morning you're saying hello to him, and you're saying hello to him in Spanish, and you're speaking it fluently, and 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 he's correcting you and your your bad pronunciations, <laughs> and, and and he's inviting you over to eat dinner on on Sunday, mm-hmm. and you're and you're just hanging hanging out. Yeah. Okay. It's I I can't I can't think of anything that's that's more wonderful and interesting. About that, about what what kind of life would could you live? How separated from that, rather than being involved and engaged with different people of different outlooks? And oh, I I, I never thought about life like that. Mm-hmm. I, I never took an approach like that. Or oh, look at that artwork. Oh, listen to that instrument. Uh, uh, your culture. You you have these kinds of well, it's very similar to 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 my stories. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we're, maybe we're related. Maybe mm-hmm. this is how how absolutely wonderfully interesting that is. I mean, I, at least for me, there there isn't any other choice than than something like that. I I you know it it at uh, especially when you're involved in theater and you have to be in somebody else's skin. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, uh, how wonderful it is to to do that kind of exploratory work mm-hmm. okay with 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 somebody that may not have nothing to do with you or nothing that, that that it's that's that's you okay so you know so <laughs> yeah that is this show i mean that's the yeah. thing of like we're ha- we're not having this conversation for nothing like no, this, this show this show brings all these topics up and it, it stays with you i mean the, the the way this show after you see it even if i mean i'll tell you I don't know how many times I've seen it. I, I actually do. I know I've seen it three times. I, I don't know how many times I've heard it, and it doesn't 
get less affecting and it doesn't stick with me any less. You know what I mean? It, oh, yeah. it, it lives, it resonates. And every time it's a sl- like I say, this time the journey I went on was with father, which was fascinating. I never really thought about him before right? Uh, in any kind of serious way, but really seeing the whole show through his perspective and, and knowing that the show has given him a complexity and a richness and, an, and a sympathy that makes it possible for you to go on that journey and then makes all the other characters he touches journeys even richer in yeah. that moment. I yeah. mean, the scene that it breaks my heart in a, in a when he comes home uh, and finds Cole House playing the piano. I mean, just like, what in the world could he find? <laughs> and he sings it a little bit that like, how have I been gone too long? But it's just that like, what is this house that I left at the top of yes, this act? Come to is dinner, gifts. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, this is a nice man. piano. Anybody play this lately? Oh man, <laughs> I'm I'm glad you kept it in tune. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, it is such a. It is such. By a... By the way, I'm coming back next right. week. Yes, I'll be back next Sunday. Right. We, we've gone through so many very interesting places. I, I hesitate to ask the easy question, but I'm going to anyway. Oh, what's what's your favorite song? In, in, in the, the show. show. Yeah. Well, it would be easy to say Make Them Hear You. However, um, and... Uh, see, I'm, I'm getting choked up to think about it. Uh, three quarters of the way through the, through the show. Uh, Cole House sings Sarah Brown Eyes. And if you're not teary-eyed by the time that it's through. Nothing for it but a ragtime tune on that piano. can't even and his his sadness uh and singing that and remembering it uh it's it's probably my favorite uh just because it's very quiet at that moment after everything has been kind of jostling you around mm-hmm. it's just, this is just a moment but it's 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 the calm right before the storm Quite literally, yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it it's a funny thing. Act two is is kind of a relentless, fast, uh, loud spectacle. Right up until right before that, actually, with our children. I mean, we get up to mm-hmm. it. Kind of culminates with Buffalo Nickel Photo Play Inc. And there's this fun patter song, the Tata right, sing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, then yeah, yeah. even that scene takes a tender turn with our children, and mother finds out who. 
Tata really is and that she's met him before. And then we dr- it lets us, it lulls us down nicely to get into Sarah Brown Eyes and right. have that interaction between the couple that will be and the couple that was. And they, you know, like you say, it is, it is, I remember the, listening to it and hearing her come back and not expecting, I mean, she's dead. I did not expect Sarah to come back. Right. And then there's Audra McDonald all over right, again. Right, right, kind yeah. of, And in that, it, it does jostle you in a serious way of this happy time where he was he was the king of uh, of ragtime in Harlem and what's your name yeah right <laughs> it's like oh. and way he says Cole House yes oh my god uh-huh. what's your name Sarah I'm Cole House I know it yes is, I know right it's a feast of a word <laughs> and he just lets it he ah. gives that oh such a long and, and hold and he's oh right I can't even you know he's he's such a f- fabulous triple quadruple whatever. Oh, Brian Stokes Mitchell! Yeah, oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, and, oh but he, yeah. He did this thing with his hat. Okay, he had this flip. He was he he would. It was like his signature when he walked when he walked us through space. He would he you know he did the f- flip his hat on his flip head. His hat. Yeah. Okay. But the timing of it, <laughs> okay, it was just boom. And I mean, it wasn't like he was searching for it. Mm-hmm. It was like he stared you in the face and without moving his head, and the hat was on his head. And no, he never missed. <laughs> okay, and you better not. You do like, something like that. And the whole style and the whole walk. Yeah. All right, and then he'd flip that hat on his head, and it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Everybody's got their. Everybody's, as I, we talked about earlier, has their line. Okay, mm-hmm. and and who knows, you know, uh, what the others, where, what, and how they express themselves in that. Um, for Cole House, it was it was right there, and and uh, I don't know. Well. I don't know. I, he, he, it's 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 peace, but it's war. Okay, mm-hmm. you know it's, and it really doesn't have to be. Uh, but that's this is a whole. Different, well, it doesn't yeah, feel like yeah. an ending. I mean, the big thing that's interesting to me about the end of the story is that it, or the end of the show, is it does not feel like a finale. Like, Make Them Hear You is a rousing right. anthem, but it's a call to action. It's yeah. not a like, listen, we're all done right. now, and let's all just go home. And right. be- it is the, if it's the be- you could easily imagine that being the beginning of another show, right. of a story about some of those people who were there, and him saying, make, and then they go out and do what he said. It's, yeah. it's so funny, because at the moment, everybody believes that at the moment where something like that occurs, that they're going to react in the right way. And unfortunately... It's it makes a whole lot of people uncomfortable, and a whole lot of people don't want to listen to you. They want the status quo, and and I'm not you know I'm not necessarily making a, a reference to, to to make them hear you, but what I'm saying is that there's so many times where you have to say you know this bit of racism is going on right now right here. No, it's not. No, you're looking. No, no. Mm-hmm. This is this is what this is. Okay, this has to change. I cannot. I can't proceed in this because I can't move forward in this because X, Y, and Z is happening. Oh, this person is just kidding around. Oh, that person is just joking. No. Okay. Or, and it doesn't have to be racism. It can be sexism. It can be anything. No, this person. I've, I've witnessed such and so abusing 
Mm-hmm. This 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 lady. Oh no, what you're looking at is and and the convincing. It's you know, it, and, and a lot of times it's 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 it's, it's very aggravated, uh, and 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 there's a there's a cost to you. There's there's people will not hire you again. They won't they won't allow you in their house again. Um, you lose friendships. Uh, there's there's there is a cost for standing up for somebody else, for exposing the racism, the sexism. Obviously, I mean, again, we look at the news and the people who are not admired, who, who expose right. what's, what's happening. Not, yeah. a huge price mm-hmm. to pay. So, but yes, that, again, that's, that's the yeah. music. So, yeah. I mean, from, from yes. Muhammad Ali to Colin Kaepernick, like people aren't happy when, Muhammad when Ali, people God. say. What a brilliant man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. And it, it is that that sense of standing up and for you know saying this far and no further, especially when it's people in in entertainment and even especially especially when it's people in sports, how angry people get that their escapism that the world is coming into their escapism. Well, the power—it's it's all yeah. that you know. Somebody's challenging who does not necessarily seem like they have as much power as, and when you're used to having bunches of people do what you say mm-hmm. all the time, okay. Having so, but but you know it's interesting when that happens. There's an immediate response, mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. always, and it's usually not calm. No, <laughs> okay, all right, no, no, and, no, and can get out of hand pretty quickly. Okay, mm-hmm. pretty darn quickly. So, so yeah. Oh, next question, and it will what? continue. <laughs> <laughs> And tell our story Let it echo far and wide Make them hear you Make them hear you How justice was our battle And how justice was denied Make them hear you Make them hear you the original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Elliot Dash for coming down and talking to me today. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Your sword can be a sermon for the power of the pen. Teach every child to raise his voice And then my brothers Then will justice be demanded By ten million righteous men Make them hear you When they hear